And then there were three. Welcome back to the First Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Saran, along with my co-host, Austin. It's good to be back, Saran. This was a doozy. I love hometowns, and I'm excited to dive in deeper about it. Yeah, we were off last week once again, but we are back, ready to talk about this week's episode. Oh, yeah, we're back. Um, you know, hometowns are just always, like every season, they're my, it's my favorite episode every time because I feel like, <laughs> I guess for these, for these episodes, it's the most real these relationships get. In the in the whole like season because they're meeting family truths are coming out like this is the deciding moment for someone like michelle to see if someone's actually going to be fit if she can see a future with someone um and i think she found some answers um i'm interested to see what your predictions are going into i guess the episode past the men tell all to kind of um see who you think is going to bring home the bride, I guess, but it was a it was a good episode, I thought. Yeah, it was. And this season, man, this season went by really fast. Mm-hmm. Like cause last week we are we were down to four. This week we're down to three. Mm-hmm. And I I really wish the episode length followed the same pattern. Yeah. I, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. These episodes do not need to be two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it didn't really have to be, but they like to milk it out with the drama, especially like once they finish hometowns, like her meeting with Tasha afterwards. And there's like 15 commercial breaks in between the final rows. Like it, they, they really juice it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's they're going to stretch it out as much as possible. Yeah, and there's some long, there are long commercial breaks as well, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got um, Hometowns, which, due to COVID and everything, aren't really Hometowns. Yeah, it's more like bring your family to work type environment. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what it is. (laughs) Um. It was good, though. I mean, I think, I guess for this organizational purpose, for like an organizational purpose, I think we could just go one guy at a time and kind of break it down. Um, But I I think it was a nice setup. I think at least the house, (laughs) the family set up, and it seemed like a nice place. Um, I think, I guess starting off with Brandon, I think one of the – the biggest takeaways I had was that he cannot skateboard at all, which is just no, he insane. If you go to take someone on a date, like to skateboard, make sure that you can actually do that. Yeah, I mean, it's it was definitely embarrassing, but he, I think he plays it off super cool, which is which is good. I mean, I think if it was maybe anyone else, it'd be a little more embarrassing, but he seemed to not be too phased by it. If that happened to me. Like that would ruin my day. That would absolutely ruin the day. I'd be in a bad mood, and it'd probably get me sent home because of that. So he he handled it pretty well, actually. It seems like uh, Brandon really doesn't know how to skateboard, and the producers are just like, "Look, we all know he isn't going to win. Let's just get him something 
that like is really low cost. That'd be an interesting spin if that was true. That would be. I wonder if like that'd be kind of crazy if the season ends and he like breaks out in the media and hey, listen, like they made me do this, and because a lot of people now like attacking the producers and they like attacking the show, and that'd be kind of funny if he if he comes out and says, yeah, they made me love skateboarding i've never done it in my life because he looked like he's never done it in his life i mean yeah. i feel like if he said he came almost every day with his brothers like if you do that so much i feel like you'd be able to at least skate he didn't even do any tricks up a ramp he fell off like going up the ramp place <laughs> like you like you may be rusty but i mean you didn't even look natural on it at all <laughs> yeah did you see my tweet about it yeah the, yeah, the tony hawk yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, Brandon is not, and I, I tweet about this too. Like, I, I have no clue where Brandon came from. I don't even remember him at all. Yeah, it's just, I just feel so disconnected to like all these contestants. This season's so odd. Like, I don't even know these guys. I don't know Brandon. I don't know Rodney. Like, it just feels like I don't know if it's because we skipped around a little bit on the episodes or. Because this season seems so rushed, I can't believe it's already hometowns. I like, I don't, I feel like there's no way they know Michelle this well already. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't seem ready. I don't know. I don't know anything about Brandon really. I mean, he's a smooth talker guy. I mean, I thought his family was probably the best family out of all four. I like them a lot. I mean, they mix with Michelle well. I think that's what definitely at least got him past Rodney. Um, I think he was gonna surpassed rodney anyway but that was the solidifying factor i think his family was awesome and she loved yeah. the family i think they meshed super well the dad was awesome mom was awesome um that was a big win for him but again i think we said this before i think it's going to come down to nate and joe obviously but um I, I think like he did well i think it was a really good hometown date for for brandon and i think he did what he could to, to keep him in the show yeah, and his was it his brother? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. His brothers, his brother, like told the military no, <laughs> just to be there. So. Yeah, that was. I tell you what, man, that's uh, that's something. <laughs> I wonder how he got around that. <laughs> yeah, cause I feel I feel like they're kind of like embellishing a little bit. Like, yeah, come on, you you can't. I mean, then again, this is coming from somebody who has no military experience whatsoever. Yeah. It's never been in the military, yeah. but I feel like you just can't tell them like, yeah, uh, I'm changing my like ship out date, yeah, <laughs> so I can be on the Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, there's probably some fluff in there, but either way, it was a nice little story. <laughs> yeah, next we got friend zone Rodney. Yeah, and I they went. Can't... Yeah. Doing apple picking, which it feels like, especially for Rodney and Brandon, it feel like their dates were like, we know where these two stand. So their dates don't need to be anything special at all. Yeah, yeah I think you're 100% right. It's just, I, can't, I don't know how we got this far. I feel like the connection is so, <laughs> like... Saran, you gotta trust me, man. This season is just so odd. There's just no, there's nothing like deep. Nothing's deep about this show. Like the relationships aren't tough. I don't like it's just it, it's tough between Joe and Nate, but 
Like, to have Rodney in the Final Four, great guy, awesome dude, but there's just no connection between him and Michelle. And you can just tell that, like you mentioned, you just know. And the reason why I think it's weird, like, I, I kind of, I guess, feel it's weird that they're this far in the show is, like, even when they were in the apple orchard and she was throwing apples and he was catching up, he seemed like, like, over-exaggerated, like, smiling like making jokes as if this was like a first date like it was they don't seem comfortable you know what i mean yeah they see i don't know they seem like two friends that's what they seem like to me yeah and i I don't know if you watched the blooper at the end with those two um did you see that or no uh no i had to turn my computer yeah i I recommend watching that too because it was like the last scene they showed before the official like everything ended with the show um or the episode this week um, but it was him and michelle doing a fake like commercial skit for like a cooking show that they had with apples and he kept messing up the line and he kept laughing and you could tell michelle after the third take was like not having it she's like okay this is kind of annoying it was almost obnoxious how much he was messing up and she just didn't i don't know she just didn't feel it i don't feel the vibes with her with him so i don't know i mean wasn't really surprised at all that he was the one going home and it's tough i think the toughest thing about hometowns is i think the mom was skeptical and it just it's tough for the families you know because especially the parents watching their son get super attached to someone and the odds of actually going to the end is even though it's one in four like it's just it's a lot of pressure for parents to watch their kids go through that and it's a tough. It's a tough situation, and I do feel bad for Rodney because he obviously thought they had something more, but it just wasn't it. Yeah, and then we get down to the two people that we all know are going to make it to the final two. It's this. I called it at the beginning. Yeah, I think we both called it really. Yeah, that's Joe and Nate. And Joe takes Michelle back to his old high school, which I saw it like I saw it said Hopkins High School. And I'm familiar with Hopkins because. If you don't know, I am a big uh, UConn basketball fan. Oh, bandwagon fan, huh? I am not. I've been a UConn <laughs> fan since the beginning, since the beginning of the dynasty. <laughs> I was a fan when they were losing. Okay. Which is very rare. But, yeah. but arguably the best college basketball player right now, Paige Beckers, mm. went to Hopkins High School. Gosh, yeah. I did see the tweet. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't follow, especially women's college basketball, you're not really gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I didn't know who she was. I don't follow UConn women's basketball too much, but um, I figured when I saw the name and if, if it was enough for you to tweet about, I assume she went to U. She goes to UConn or went to UConn, so it makes sense. <laughs> I kind of. I kind of guess she's not like a big enough name. But she she kind of is though. Like she's on the cover of Slam. 
Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I guess I'm just not familiar with that. I've, I've followed enough to like I knew the stars for the past couple of years because they've had some incredible players that were like top WNBA draft picks. And I guess this year, I mean, I just, maybe I'm just unfamiliar with the team. Is she like a, Upperclassman or she? No, she's a she's a sophomore. Like she won she won national player of the year last year as a freshman, who which the first time that's ever happened. Oh wow! Yeah, I guess I'm just out of it then. I guess everybody's out of it. (laughs) But anyway, Joe takes Michelle to prom, which I thought was kind of sweet. Yeah. See, that's like an actual when they're together. It's like okay. That's a couple. Yeah. That was sweet. I think, um, I guess in terms of like rankings, I thought Brandon's family was the best. I think Joe's date was just the best too. It was like cute. It was thoughtful. It was, it was, I think what I like most about it too is I guess if you compare the dates, so you look at Brandon, they went skateboarding. So what he did as a kid. Um, Rodney went to the Apple Orchard, which is, I guess, his thing. Nate did, like, the paddleboard thing. And and Joe went to his high school, but also Joe tied in a piece that's relevant to Michelle as well, which is the prom and the poem she mentioned of how she was picked last for prom. So we tied it in back to her in a really cute way and dressed up the prom, like, gymnasium, super nice. They took pictures and got dressed up and danced and i thought that was i think he knocked out of the park and i'm sure that just meant the world for her so um he absolutely killed it 100 yeah that was the by far the best dated episode yeah yeah it was it was nice and i think i i do like joe's family a lot too and i think it was his brother's sister or his, i mean his brother's girlfriend i mean um that was like called out the guys in the family of how when they get nervous. They don't talk at all <laughs> and, and <laughs> get, get quiet. And sure enough, man, like none of the guys are saying anything. Like they're very quiet. And I think Joe had talked with his dad one-on-one and they both just said nothing. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> do you have any more questions? And he's like, I don't think so. It's like, all right. And they sat there in silence. I was just incredible. It was awesome. And did you notice a theme with all the guys' family? I'm I not going to say what it is, but no, I did. There's, a, I did. <laughs> there's I, a theme with all the <laughs> with everybody's family. I did notice. Yeah, and I think it's the same with Michelle's family too, right? It is. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I picked up as well. So that that's another similarity they all have. Um, like I kind of noticed it last week when she picked the final four. I was like, okay. All these guys share one similar characteristic. <laughs> and then it just really confirmed it this episode when meeting the families. Yeah, I, I did notice. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> I kind of... Would, would you like to share with the listeners in case they're, they're missing out? No, nah, I'm not going to share. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you know. That's true. That's this, a good... one of those, this is one of those things. That's true. Like, true. I kind of, I kind of thought that Michelle kind of like picked the guys on purpose. Well, of course she did it on purpose, but like, 
family wise, like that's just I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Yeah. Yeah, no. I noticed, yeah, I noticed too. <laughs> and so we meet Nate's family and Nate's stepdad, well Nate and his stepdad don't really like he just he he like just now telling his stepdad he loves him. Yeah. That's a lot, dude. That's like a lot. I mean, Michelle literally walked in the building and they just had the biggest moment between father and son they've ever had in their lives. It's just like, what? <laughs> I mean, is that all it took to bring a girl into the house and all of a sudden they're like, I don't know. I mean, that was I mean, good for those guys, but um, I, I guess that, that's a good sign too for Nate. Like, I guess Michelle brought that out of him, you know? Brought that yeah. sort of love and brought that moment. So I guess kudos to Michelle and and everyone there too. And now that I think about it, I had a stepdad, and I don't think I ever told him I loved him. That's right. I guess you gotta get Michelle, invite Michelle over, and maybe things will change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I maybe I just felt weird about saying it to him, or I don't. It never really came up. Yeah. So then we have the rose ceremony and who got eliminated? <laughs> I drew a blank for a second. It was uh <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now I forgot his name. We were just talking about Rodney. Rodney gets yeah. eliminated. Yeah, Rodney's gone. Um Let's actually, before we go into Roddy again, let's go back to Nate real quick. Um, because the stepdad kind of dropped a bomb on Michelle at the very end um, and said they don't know if, if Nate would be ready for an engagement. He might panic. He might not go through with it. Oh, yeah. And I did I think, have that in my, I had that in my notes. That he's like, I feel like that afraid happens. of commitment. Yeah, I think that happens. Every once in a while in these seasons, we're like, there's always a commitment issue with one of the top, with one of the front runners, and that gets in the head. And if there's ever a moment for Joe to get a leg over Nate, that might be it. Because, of course, for the Bachelorette, you want somebody you have a connection with, which is both Joe and Nate, but also you want the security as well. And she has that with Joe. But now there's a little bit of doubt with Nate, and I could push it, her over the edge to go with Joe. And I think it's really going to hurt Nate unless Nate uses that as an advantage for him and goes over the top and just confirms everything. And it could be, I think it could really hurt Nate or it could really help him if he goes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the commitment issue is is kind of valid. Yeah. Because you're you're on the show and you're competing with other guys for the attention of one woman and it's like you don't really know her. Yeah. Yeah, and what we didn't really like, dude, I'm telling you, like in these hometowns, at least I think it actually it might be I know for a lot of bachelor seasons when hometowns and the guy visits the girl's parents 
the father grills, and I mean like grills the bachelor because obviously he doesn't want his daughter getting hurt and this, 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 and like it gets almost like awkward, like how aggressive they get towards the guy to like make sure that one, he's going to commit to their daughter. He's not going to screw them over. And they ask the hard hitting questions of like, you guys have known each other for like a month. Haven't had a real life experience at all. This is like a fairy tale, like going on dates, like nothing's real. And no one, unless I missed it, no one really asked Michelle those questions tonight. It was very light conversation. Some, I feel like the hardest hitting questions or like comments weren't even until Nate's family said some stuff, but like, they didn't really dive in deep. It was kind of, I don't know. There's, they didn't really do much questioning, I'd say. Yeah, moms are going to be protective over their sons oh, when yeah. it comes to stuff like this. And then dads are going to be protective of their daughters. But the moms in this episode really didn't, like you said, really didn't question Michelle. Yeah, it was odd. About anything. Yeah, it was odd because I guess I remember like, there's a few parents that are like legends now that you just know. They're like, oh, I remember this person's mom or this person's dad. Like, for example, Tasha's dad was a freaking menace to, to, to the guys and like he dug into them and asked them like interrogated them like like what are you doing like what's your career what's this is this how are you gonna provide for my daughter this is this like real life hard-hitting questions that they didn't have to deal with the entire time on the show you know what i mean like, you don't like you don't you you ask those questions but you don't really care because you're just focused on one thing and that's walking away with the bachelorette at the end of the show you know what i mean like you don't you don't it's more of an idea of like you don't figure that stuff out till later like those important things, but that's when hometown comes in typically and the parents open up those doors and really start to question things, but they didn't do that. So I don't know. We're going to see what happens, I guess. Yeah. And the final three are Joe, Nate, and somebody who I'm pretty sure came in in the middle of the season, Brandon. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like I kind of feel like they just snuck him in there. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I'm trying to think if there was a moment that I remember with him. I don't really remember. I don't know. Because he didn't he didn't get a lot of screen time this this season. I don't think like Joe did. got a lot of screen time. Nate got a lot of screen time. Yeah. Even Rodney got screen time. Yeah. But Brandon, like I. I felt like my first time seeing him was last week. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, man. It was weird. It's, a, it's an odd season. It's odd. I don't really feel connected to the characters at all. And I don't know. Like, like, I, like I think we should, but we don't. But I don't know. Yeah. Now, let's, since we're close to the college football playoffs, and they like to do percentages of, Who's likely oh. to get in? Let's uh, let's do the same for the guys. Like, let's give me your percentage of who is like m- most likely to win out of the three guys. So, I guess do these percentages. I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Okay. So, Brandon 
I'm giving him a 10% chance of winning this. Okay. Nate, I'm giving... <sighs> it's hard with Nate, because the whole commitment thing kind of... Like, before the commitment thing came up, mm-hmm. he would probably be sitting at a 90%. Oh. Now I'm I'm taking him down to 80. Mm-hmm. And then Joe, I'm ninety-five. Yeah, I like that. I I'd say I think I think ten percent is a good number for Brandon, but just because I know he doesn't have a chance, I'm gonna give him a five percent chance. Um, <laughs> like some like some crazy stuff has to happen for him to pull this out <laughs> like there's yeah something. like a disaster <laughs> has to happen like i don't know but um i think i think this is joe's competition to lose i'll give joe a 90 percent chance and i give nate like 75 percent chance i think but like one thing that i don't know man like the the way she looks at Nate is just different. I feel like it's yeah. different. Like when they were paddling, like he's smooth, dude. He's a smooth guy. Like they were hanging out and they were joking. Like she looked at him different. And I don't know. Like I, I guess I don't know. I I'm changing my percentage. I think he's an eighty. I think he, I you said ninety eighty. I agree with that. I think that's that's a good percentage for both of them. Um, I don't know, he's kind of a different breed that way. But I think it I think it comes down to like does Michelle go with what she's familiar with? Yes. Like she's familiar with Joe because she knew Joe before the show. Yeah. Yeah, which I think even gives him more of an advantage because this whole show too in the final decision is about being comfortable. And she said that when meeting the family, like Joe was awesome for me when I got homesick because he reminds me of home. And, like, it's going to be super tough for her to say no to Joe because of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just such a comfortable pick. And he's really shown nothing to me, and maybe to her as well, like any red flags or like any, anything that's wrong with him. Like, I don't think they even had a moment of, like, anything bad at all like it just doesn't make sense for her not to choose him almost like i think the the brother's girlfriend said like i hope this works out because we're going to see her in the grocery store if not like like because they live in the same town basically like they're they, they're in the same area it just makes sense yeah like how do you not like because you got like a potential long distance relationship with any other guy you choose yeah but if you go with joe's like He's right there in the yeah. same state. Yeah. Like, because you grew up in the same, like, I want to say just general area, mm. and you both play basketball, you both love basketball. They're like, there's a lot of similarities between them. And I feel like it's just like a, I want to say perfect match, but it's like a good match. Yeah. And, and you mentioned distance as well. Speaking of Joe's, Grocery store Joe. That's how him and his other girl ended up breaking up because of distance. That's what they said. They oh uh, yeah, I saw Joe's, that. Yeah. yeah, Joe's from Chicago. I forget the other girl's name. Um, you may know, but she's from like California, and 
they didn't want to meet in the same they didn't want to give up their ground basically and that's what kind of caused them to end it so it's tough it's very tough yeah, um, she should she should have moved to chicago because we all know chicago is better than la so yeah i agree i agree but i don't know it was good yeah so let's talk about who the next bachelor is right we hinted i think i said it episode one Maybe that was kind of the hint of Clayton sneaking on in. Um, I will say I do like The Bachelor a lot. Um, I think compared to The Bachelor because the girls are usually crazy. <laughs> they have so many more, like dr- so much more drama between them all. And the preview looks pretty good too. It looks like a lot of crying. Um, and of course, in the preview, there's a scene of Clayton saying, I'm done. I can't do this which is a preview for every single season that has ever existed in The Bachelor, Bachelorette. So we know what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of drama. Then towards the end, Clayton's going to want to give up, but he's going to push through and maybe find love. But Clayton, man, what a talk about a guy that came out of nowhere that's now the star of the show, right? Yeah, because even though Clayton did get more screen time than Brandon, like I was... When I found out that it was Clayton, I kind of like, I was kind of surprised. Like, out of everybody on this season, you go with Clayton. Yeah. It's, it's out of, I don't know, I don't know why they chose Clayton. There's, and I, I looked in Twitter a little bit afterwards too, after the preview, and people weren't thrilled. Like, they don't. We're like I'm not gonna watch this season because there's no there's no connection to him. Again, it's important to have a connection with the with the main lead and the viewers. Michelle had had that, which is why she's the Bachelorette. Katie before her had that. Um, going back to Peter the pilot, James had that. Like everyone had this connection. I guess James. I stretch. James didn't have that. James came out. James came out of nowhere too. Um, actually, but. It's just, I feel like there's so many guys from past seasons that they could have chosen, at least if they're looking for viewers to like put on as the Bachelor. Um, I don't know. I was I was a little surprised. Yeah, and like I feel like, well, I kind of get it though because you can't you can't pick somebody who's like in these last four because it'll kind of be like spoiling this season yeah and yeah well i I think usually i guess we'd have to double check but i feel like they've done that i I feel like i feel like they would know what i don't know i guess maybe you're right i don't know but i feel like there's been like final contestants that ended up going to be the next lead but maybe not i don't know yeah because i feel like Whoever doesn't win between Nate and Joe, no disrespect to Brandon, they either Nate or Joe would I think would make a really good bachelor. Yeah, especially Nate. I feel like Nate would make a like a really good bachelor. Yeah, I do too. I do too for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, no. that's not to, that's not to say that you know he might not be a bachelor in the future. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, 
Um, that's a good point. And I think one thing, too, that I don't know. I, I don't, there's not as much hype as like I'm used to seeing on Twitter about the show. Like, there's a lot of people I follow on my personal page that are usually always tweeting about the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and I just did not see that. I'm a part of that Bachelorette Fantasy League I told you about. And no one in their league has touched it since week two. <laughs> like, we just, <laughs> like, like we just, no one's paying attention, which is, it's, it's sad for you, Saran, because this isn't the best season you could have had to start it off, but other people are noticing it too. And I think the reason why is just because every season is the same every time. And there's no, there's nothing new. And that used to be a good thing because the drama was awesome and the contestants were awesome. And you really connected with the contestants. But one, like I said, we're not connecting this year with contestants, but everything's the same. And now it's getting a little bit old. Now I saw Clayton's preview. Everything looked the exact same that we've seen a billion times. And it hurts even more that no one even really likes Clayton enough to like <laughs> the root for him. Like, it's like I'm not I'm not gonna be dying to watch Clayton's season. Like just, yeah. it kind of sucks a little bit. I'm I'm kind of upset about it because I, I feel like I'm losing a little bit. I'm like, I don't they need they need to do something to switch it up and to add something because I think they're losing a lot of people who watched religiously with it. Now, I'm not going to stop watching it, but I guess I'm just in my own bubble. That's what I've seen in my social media bubble, but also friends as well that usually watch the show. I feel like for me, this is like kind of it's a good thing and a bad thing for this to be my first season. Mm-hmm. Like bad because it's like it's nothing really happening this season. Yeah. But good because like if this was a long season, like I probably, especially with nothing happening, I probably would have checked out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But since it's short, it's like okay, like I can condense this down to yeah. something I can. I might as well go through with the whole thing because it's, it's it's short. Yeah. Yeah. Just once again, the only thing is, no more two hour long episodes. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. They're long. Um, I think I, I think every episode I, t- I recommend you watching old seasons. I'm gonna do it again. This one is if you can watch Katie's on Hulu. I don't on Hulu. I'd watch Katie's. That was, that was that was one of my favorite seasons over the past couple of years. They had a really good. They had a really good guy contestants that like if you. It's one thing to like the Bachelor or Bachelorette, but if you like the contestants, you have people that you're actually rooting for. Like, if you get hyped seeing your person get a rose, or like, like that's when the show's really fun, and that's when it gets good when you like are invested in the people doing well and investing in their happiness. And that's one thing Katie's season had a lot of, um, a lot of just awesome dudes, like awesome cool bros, like really p- people who mean well. Um, so that's my next recommendation for you. I'm sure it's on Hulu. It's it's it was the season right before this one, but Katie's it is not on Hulu. Really? Uh they have, have I feel like it I felt like last time we checked this, it was. Dang, dude. But now now it's not. Like there's season twelve and thirteen, and then this season. That's the only seasons that's on Hulu right now. 
Who, who's 12 and 13? Just 12 like... was JoJo. Oh. And 13 was Rachel. Oh, I think I remember us saying that. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of sad. Oh, I oh. wonder if it's on ABC's website, though. It might be. Kate is a good one. It's it's an easy watch too because there's actually a lot of things going on. There was a lot of drama and like I feel like I don't know, there were a lot of cool moments. So it's it's a much easier watch and I I had watched parties all last season for it and time flew by. Like we like had popcorn and food ready every Tuesday or Monday when it was on because it was like it was good entertainment. Um, so I definitely recommend watching it if you if you find it somewhere. Yeah, I, I think ABC's website only has the current episode, the current season. Uh, come on, guys, we gotta step it up. But they do have. I'm looking on their website. They have the poster for The Bachelor, and it is, uh, man, it's kind of cringy. Mm-hmm. It's sure. like. It's like Clayton and like he's, he's holding a bunch of puppies. Oh god. All right. <laughs> like just the look on his you get you get you have to see this. Alright, I'll look it up. Like the look on his face. Oh jeepers, dude. Did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like <laughs> they want people to like him so much. They put like, I mean, and it's not like Clayton's a bad guy. He's not it's a bad just, guy. He's just not interesting. I feel like yeah. <laughs> he's just so plain. He's I'm sure he's a good dude, nice guy, but there's nothing about him that's like intriguing. For a show to be about him, you know? Yeah, and that that poster is not helping him at all. No. That's tough. <laughs> that would do it for this episode of the First Rose Podcast. We did good. Us on. We, we did good. Huh? We, I think we hit a lot of points, and I think the viewers are going to be happy with this episode. It wasn't too long. You know, and I feel like it was eventful. Um, this is a good episode. Maybe one of our best. Um, definitely give us a follow. Twitter at the First Rose Pod. Yeah. And we, once again, I hate to do this, but we're taking another week off. Yeah. That's, that's what we got to do. Mentel all. It's nothing too crazy to, to talk about. It's... I think I said before the show started to Saran, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah, um, we made an executive decision. The, yeah, is the juice worth the squeeze? I don't think it is for this type of episode. It's going to be just a lot of nitpicking of little guy fights. It's going to be the troublemakers and villains of the show just arguing back and forth about he said, he said this, he said that, and just nothing Nothing that we can really add <laughs> to, I guess. Yeah. But we will be covering it the following week. 
on yes. the 14th. We will touch base a little bit, but we'll combine it yeah. with the next season, which I the next episode, I mean, which I believe is Fantasy Suites. I, they didn't mm-hmm. preview it, though. They didn't preview really anything for the next episode. For the most part, like usually, I feel like fa- I always get it mixed up. I can't remember if it's Fantasy Suites first and then they meet Michelle's family or if it's beat Michelle's family and then Fantasy Suites. I don't know. But we'll combine it either way. It's the Boom Boom Room. Boom Boom Room is, that was a paradise. That was a paradise thing. That's where... Uh... Fantasy suites. Do you know what those are or no? I mean, I can take a guess of what it is. But yes, that's when, like, yeah, that's when. Yeah. I feel like is this a. Is this they a spend fantasy? the night together for the first time and they can do whatever they want. I mean, it's, play Scrabble it's, or something. Yeah, they're playing. Something's getting scrabbled, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay with that (laughs) you can follow me on twitter at the white brad pit that's d-a white brad pit you can follow you austin um it's at towns 22 so feel free to follow yeah See you, not next week, the following week. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.